We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In the news business, covering murders is something one must do. But sometimes a specific homicide can stick out far above the rest. He was found shot in his home on West Boston Boulevard, near Woodward in the Boston Edison District of Detroit. Very expensive homes, large homes. Why was a popular Detroit neurosurgeon killed in his mansion, one of the biggest in the city? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Over the decades, the city of Detroit has become known for its violent crime. And while some of that is earned, some of it can be a bit overblown at times. There were 309 homicides in Detroit in 2022. That is a lot, but it does represent a drop from 2021. Here at WWJ, we cover just about every homicide in Detroit and really across the region. But like I said before, there are some that just stick out. WWJ's Mike Campbell is live on that story, Mike. Ascension Hospital, Michigan, saying that 53-year-old neurosurgeon Dr. Devon Hoover was well-liked, well-respected, dedicated, and will be missed. But police are now trying to determine who would have wanted him dead. He was found shot in his home on West Boston Boulevard, near Woodward in the Boston Edison District of Detroit, just, well, north of downtown. Very expensive homes, large homes. Now, police don't say if they know what led up to the shooting. They haven't said anything about any suspect or suspects at this point. They did say they were making a wellness check on Sunday evening when they found Dr. Hoover's body. That was WWJ morning anchor Jonathan Carlson teeing up reporter Mike Campbell back on April 24th. Dr. Devin Hoover was found dead in his home early in the morning on Sunday, April 23rd. And when we say mansion, we mean it. The house looks like something that could have been straight out of the Great Gatsby, which is kind of appropriate. Those that knew Dr. Hoover say not only was he a wonderful man, but that he was very social which is why Detroit police officers ended up at his doorstep. He had missed a social engagement. Here is Chief of Police James White. I'll tell you what led to the welfare check. Uh, a member of the family called uh, because he did not show up at an event that he was expected to show up at. Uh, when the officers arrived on the scene, they were quickly uh, concerned about uh, some of the, the things that they saw. Uh, and as a result, they went into the home and the rest is where we, we, we find ourselves today. Um, but there's details that I just can't get into right now, but I promise you I will in the future. The story is about 10 days old now. But over the weekend, something else happened. Remember, the house we're talking about is enormous and well taken care of, very stately, perfect for a robbery. Here again is WWJ's Jonathan Carlson. 
New developments in the murder investigation of Detroit neurosurgeon Dr. Devin Hoover. Investigators looking into a break-in at his home happened in the Boston Edison neighborhood uh, late Saturday night going into early Sunday morning. It's not known if anything was stolen. Hoover's body, you may remember, was discovered wrapped in a sheet in the attic on April 23rd. Police ruled his death a homicide after they found several gunshot wounds to his head. Police have a person of interest in custody in connection with the murder. As it has developed, this story has gripped the immediate community in Detroit and far beyond. Part of that grip is what we do know. Dr. Hoover was talented, successful, wealthy, well-liked. His house, something out of a fantasy. And while there is no typical murder victim, if there was, Dr. Hoover, he wouldn't be it. But what we don't know vastly outweighs what we do know. And that is really what's driving this story. There was some good news this past Friday, though. Here is Chief White. This morning, about 12.15, we took a person of interest into custody. We are actively uh, still investigating this case. Uh, if anyone has any information, if they saw anything, uh, we're still looking for any, uh, anyone that has any information to reach out to us and let us know. Preliminarily, our investigation reveals that this is uh, an incident where the two parties knew each other. We have no reason to believe that the community is at any risk. This was not a random act. Again, that's preliminary, but we are still actively working investigation, but we're confident that no other residents are at risk and that this was not an incident where the victim's home was broken into and, and this, this act was, was random. Everything we have points to them knowing each other. That suspect was taken into custody on Friday morning. In Michigan, state law says that person would have to be charged with the crime within 72 hours or it'd have to be released. Well, this morning marked 72 hours. But because the person was taken in on an unrelated charge, we don't really know when to expect any more information into the slaying of Dr. Hoover. That break-in over the weekend, it could give neighbors a reason for concern. But the chief believes Dr. Hoover was not killed randomly. We're working very hard, and um, I've received a lot of phone calls from the community, a lot of concern, as you could imagine. One of the things we wanted to nail down quickly was if this was random, if this was a, a suspect that was moving around our community that posed a risk uh, to our residents, uh, and we were quickly able to determine that that was not the case. The next phase of that uh, was with the detectives doing exactly what they do day in and day out, work, work, work. We're very, very proud of the work they put into this. Uh, and they have worked tirelessly to get us to where we are right now. We are confident. We are careful, but we are confident. And we're going to continue to do the investigation. We're not going to stop until we have every piece of information that we need, all of our evidence analyzed. Uh, we've got crime lab. We've got Michigan State Police helping us with a lot of that. Uh, and we're going to do this the right way. And uh, we'll have something to announce to all of you very soon. A suspect or a person of interest, as Chief White says, goes a long way in this case. Why it happened can only be answered by the responsible party. But the chief kept that information close to the vest. We're going to continue to work the case. Uh, that person is there for an unrelated charge. Um, but we are, we're confident that this person uh, has information uh, about uh, what transpired. Uh, but I don't know if he ever resided there. Uh, that's, not, that's not what drew our focus or attention to him. Chief, is the person of interest cooperating with you, and how long will they remain in custody? 
Well, as I indicated, they're there on unrelated charges right now. Uh, the level of cooperation uh, right now I can't speak to. I've been here and the investigation and the questioning is happening as we speak. But as soon as we know more, you will know more uh, and we'll go from there. This murder is said to not have been random. Does that mean the person of interest in this case is somebody that Dr. Hoover knew, either in passing or as a friend or as something more? I am not comfortable doing that at this point. I think that would be uh, irresponsible of me to do that until I know more information. Uh, right now, though, we are happy to have a person of interest uh, who we can question, and we are confident as a policing agency that this person knows something about what occurred. What degree they know, we will know in a few hours, but we're confident that we are heading in the right direction. Uh, I'm being cryptic on purpose because Madam Prosecutor has a lot, to, a lot of work to do and I don't want to do anything to damage her work. Uh, but um, we're confident that uh, this person of interest who's in custody on an unrelated charge will provide uh, some information for us as to what occurred. On Friday, the chief repeatedly said they'd have more information soon. We're three days removed from that conversation, and the general public has no more information than it did on Friday. And in that time, these stories become so sensationalized. It's important that we remember that Dr. Hoover is a human being, a human being that leaves behind loved ones who care. As we hear from WWJ's Ryan Marshall, the doctor's family, they're going through it. His family still grieving his sudden loss. Now, we happened to talk with family representatives. They said the family is not quite ready to talk to WWJ just yet. Not only are they still dealing with Dr. Hoover's death, family reps say they're also planning his mother's funeral. She died of cancer four days after Hoover was fatally shot. So emotions are certainly running high. The entire family here at the Hoover home is clearly shaken up and looking for answers. There is a Facebook page, Justice for Dr. Devin Hoover. As of this recording, it has almost 4,000 members. The comments are flooded with terms and phrases like hero and he saved my life. The term comfort comes up the most, which is what any good doctor with a bedside manner would be good at. But it sounds like Dr. Hoover was one of the best, a fact that remains true, sadly, even in his death. Thank you to my WWJ colleagues for their reporting on this story. John Hewitt, Mike Campbell, Ryan Marshall, and Jonathan Carlson. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want the Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is subscribe using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Zach Clark. And this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.